Hello, and welcome to Embolden, Living a Bold Christian Life. I'm Chris Shetter, an ordinary Christian living with and learning about an extraordinary God. Welcome to another episode of Fresh Fire, 25 verses to reignite your faith journey. Today's Fresh Fire verse comes from Habakkuk 3.18. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. According to Psychology Today, we make an average of 35,000 decisions each day. That's about 2,000 decisions per waking hour. I remember when I was working as a public relations and marketing executive at a mid-sized company. I was, in fact, the only public relations and marketing person in the company. At the end of each day, I felt exhausted. I couldn't even think about what to make for dinner. I realized at some point I had decision-making fatigue. So many of our decisions are ones we don't really think much about. If we are going to get up and go to work, if we're going to brush our teeth before leaving the house, if we're going to get dressed, we just sort of do them out of habit or necessity. But what about our faith lives? How many of us have, along our journey, made the decision to fade away from our faith? not realizing we've made a decision to shut out God. For some people, because of issues at their church or maybe a difficult time in their life, they actually made the conscious decision to completely turn away. There are basically three types of people shown in the Bible. First, there is the non-spiritual person who has not accepted God at all. Second, there is the person who has accepted Jesus as their savior, but still lives by the world's expectations. And third is what is considered a mature believer. This person learns to do the will of God no matter how he or she feels or how difficult it is. 1 Corinthians 13.11 talks about this when it says, When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. That's where the term baby Christian arises. It's the second type of person described. I mean, picture how a baby lives its life, crying and throwing a tantrum when things get uncomfortable. Babies are very self-focused people. They don't care if you haven't slept all night or exhausted from a long day at work. They want, they need, they demand, and if they don't get it, they aren't happy. They live off feelings and wants and needs. It may sound harsh, but how many of us Christians are living our Christian lives this way? Joyce Meyer in her book, Change Your Words, Change Your Life, says, No matter what level we are on, we should want to grow. But if we find we are still in the baby stage of Christianity, we should certainly make a commitment to God to start working on his Holy Spirit toward maturity. That's why I love the verse from Habakkuk today. Prior to this verse, the prophet lists all the things that were going wrong. 
The fig tree isn't budding, there's no grapes, the olive crop is failing, and there's no livestock. Yet he will rejoice. Charles Stanley says this about maturing faith. Great faith is maturing faith. Great faith is growing faith. And great faith is becoming stronger. And great faith is standing on the truth of the word of God. Not feelings, not other people's opinions, not the past. Great faith stands on the truth of the word of God. And here's what God is saying. And the focus is on God. Great faith is always focused on God. And growing faith means choosing to be faithful. We humans don't tend to like to be the cause of our problems. We want our lack of commitment to God to be about something that happened to us, an absence of the right feelings or because of the world's demands. But it's really about where we have placed so many of those 35,000 decisions. In how many of them did we even consider God's desires for us? Warren Wearsby in his book, Prayer, Praise, and Promises, A Daily Walk Through the Psalms, says, when you feel like quitting or running away, remember that you can't run away from your troubles and you can't run away from yourself. The solution is not running away. It's running to. It's running to the throne of grace and finding grace to help in the time of need. Let's take the time today to consider our decision-making and how it relates to our commitment to God. Sometimes we are tasked to decide to run to Him, not waiting for a feeling or some grand emotion to well up inside us. If we can make the decision to get up and go to work today, or the decision to do the laundry, or to get the kids off to school, we can make the decision to open our Bibles. We can make the decision to have a conversation with Jesus. Most of the 35,000 decisions we make today will be for the world of the flesh. How many can we carve out to be the ones that matter for all of eternity? Have a great day. Do you sometimes feel a bit untethered, wandering off into the wilderness and you've forgotten the way back to the trail? Or maybe you're scrambling over the boulders of fear, anxiety, and hopelessness. It wouldn't be surprising given what was thrown at us back in 2020. But God is the Prince of Peace. That doesn't mean he's the Prince of no conflict and no tribulations. It means when we are in a closer communion with him, we experience the fruits of His Spirit, kindness, joy, love, patience, goodness, faithfulness, and yes, peace. This is His promise. Join me for my next series called Hold the Line as we explore just 25 of the thousands of God's promises found in His Holy Word. Promises to hold on to for hope and for peace.
I'd love to hear from you and find out more about how you are living out your bold Christian life. You can find me on Instagram at embolden minus the O or at my blog at embolden.net.